Hello everyone, welcome to Philly Football Now, a Philly Sports Now podcast. My name is Zach and I'm here with Andrew and Luke. We're here today to talk about the upcoming Sunday football. Again, I mm, could start. Philadelphia Eagles versus the New York Jets. This is going to be in Philadelphia at the link. It's going to be 1 p.m. and for televised viewers, it's going to be on CBS. Uh, Andrew, why don't we start with you? Uh, first feelings for the game. How are we feeling? I feel pretty confident about this game. Um, I don't see much of where the Jets can or match up with the Eagles very well. So, I, for first feelings, I'm feeling pretty strong before we break into it. That's good. All right, good to hear right away, right off the start. Uh, Luke, same thing. What's up? I uh, I would have to agree with Andrew. Um, Jets quarterback issues right now, and just overall, our talent should just start to power over toward the second half and we should take over all right cool well it sounds like we're all pretty unanimous i pretty much agree i think it's uh it's gonna be pretty good for philly uh not so good for the uh jets fans but uh let's talk about some let's just look at some of the things uh so first things first you know philadelphia is coming off of the big wing big win against the green bay packers so they are currently two and two they're second in the nfc east the New York Jets are coming off of the bye, still sitting at 0-3, third in the AFC East. Um, now, I wanted to look at the losses they have real quick, because I feel like the losses they have aren't really anything to laugh at, like it's understandable losses. Um, but yeah, so, so the first game was against the Bills, which is probably... You know, they went 3-0 and before they lost to the Patriots, so I feel like that's a reasonable team to lose to in the first first game of the season. And then they lost to the Browns. I feel like the Browns would, would have been the could-be win. Uh, and then they lost to the Patriots, who are still 4-0. Um, so then they had their bye, and now they have us. Now, looking ahead, the Jets then play the Cowboys and the Patriots. So... I feel like in Jets fans' point of view, we have to be that, like, can't-win situation. Do you guys agree? Uh, they, Yeah, I agree with that. I think that, like you said, the losses they have are not against bad teams, so they're not. So I guess the losses that you would kind of expect to see happening, and uh, as a Jets fan, I don't think they would expect to win here either. Yeah, I would have to agree. And I, I'm looking at the schedule right now, Zach, and their schedule is brutal in the beginning. Like you oh, said, yeah. like, <laughs> like, like you said, like the Browns. You you would think, okay, like maybe they could win, but we all expected the Jets to be the bottom feeders of the NFL this year. And I mean, you you play the Jaguars. They play the Jaguars. Who I mean, it's no gimme win in the fact that they're in Jacksonville. I'm, I'm, and and then they play the Dolphins. So that week of the Dolphins versus Jets, that that will be the uh, the most boring game of the whole year. So, <laughs> but but yeah, to, to go back to the to Eagles' point is yeah, if they just they play their game. I mean, like Andrew said, we really shouldn't have an issue. No, right. So I don't like again. I don't. I don't think the Eagles are going to lose this game. But the Jets have to be looking at us as. Luke, you just said it put. They have a very harsh schedule, and I feel like the Eagles are a lower point on that schedule, not very low. Um, and so I think they have to be 
you know, practicing really hard and, you know, they're coming off the bye. So hopefully they're, you know, quote unquote, and, and hopefully to them, they're rested and ready to go. Now, that being said, I don't think that there's really going to be an issue. I mean, we got to assume, can we all agree that their, their big star right now is the recently acquired Le'Veon Bell and, um, he doesn't even have as many rushing yards as either Sanders or Howard on the. the Go ahead, Andrew. The well, first, if there's going off the schedule. If there's a game they were ever going to win, it would have been that first game. They were up sixteen to three before giving up fourteen unanswered in the fourth. So they should have won that first game, which is kind of funny to look at, considering now they might not win till like week eight. But going to back to the question, uh, Le'Veon Bell is definitely the star of this team, and due to the offensive line issues they have there, which we can get into later as well, has caused Bell to have no room to run. And I don't think he's hit uh, over 100 yards yet this year, so hopefully the Eagles can keep it like that. But he's definitely been a disappointment for Jets and Jets fans based off that contract. Yeah. uh, Yeah, obviously, I mean, you look at this Jets roster, and, I mean, he's the only name that – people can really say and go, oh, like he's supposed to be a pro pro ball at the end of the year. Um, but to go off Andrew, the offensive line, I mean, ex- like that's exactly like why. I mean, you go down that list of, uh, of their linemen and I mean, I've known, I, I know maybe one of those, pe- one of those players on that, on that O-line uh, team. So, I mean, for, for the Eagle standpoint, uh, we all been wanting more pressure. This should be the week that the Eagles defensive line should be able to go get some sacks and start to pressure Sam Darnold or whoever's in the, in the QB position. Um, so th- this is a, for Eagles part is that, I mean, the defensive end, we need to see Fletcher Cox go out there and start making plays happen. And we need to, go see Derek Barnett and all our DN players and start getting some sacks. Luke, that's you're rolling perfectly here because that's the next thing I wanted to go into. So you both said that the Jets offensive or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the, the Jets offensive line is a huge weak point on the team right now. And I think, you know, counterpoint, the best part of the Eagles defense right now is the defensive line, you know, with all the injured secondary, I don't think that's too much to assume there. Um, so, so are we just, are, are we just picturing, like, you know, just like you were just saying, like, just sack after sack? Like, is the big part of the Eagles' defense going to be just the line on Sunday? It has to be. Um, going off to the Jets, they've allowed 13 sacks this year, which is 28th, which is good for 28th, or so second worst, or fourth worst in the league because there's 32 teams. Um, so, I mean, 13 sacks in only three games, that's four, at least four games, with basically what they're averaging. So Fletcher Cox, this has to be the weekend he uh, steps up, especially with their center. They're having issues with their center because they don't. He's underperforming. So I heard they're benching their starting center. They're going with the technically second string who's now going to start. So I think this has to be the the weekend where Fletcher Cox starts to play well, and I think we should see that um, happen. So I would I would hope for at least three. They have to go back to your sacks point, sack after sack. I would hope for at least three sacks in this game. I mean, they're they're giving up four games, so with the de- defensive line we have, I think they should be able to get at least three. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to disagree with everything, but yeah, our, I mean, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Derek Burnett, I mean, they should all just have a field day. I mean, 
I would like to go and say we will get three, four, five sacks, but I mean that's a lot of sacks just for one game. So it just I, sounds like first, we're sending kids into a candy store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So personally, I think I think the secondary they'll have a. I'm not going to say a big day, but I, I'm seeing like two, three interceptions. I, I, I just think we'll get the pressure. They might not get the necessary sack, but I, I'm expecting Malcolm Jenkins, Rodney McLeod, or Rasul Douglas. I'm just I'm just seeing these people these uh these players start to get some interceptions, and then I mean once our once our secondary gets interceptions, that's when we start to see the fo- the photos get taken on the field, and the players start just having more fun. And I mean I'm just I, I'm I'm expecting I think this game is going to be uh, a turning point. I think this team is going to start to have some fun. They're gonna they're gonna roll. I, we keep bringing the 2017 uh, the game versus. I want to say was it the Bears? We we blew them out and like everyone just started, all the players just started having fun. That's what I think this week's gonna be. And I think it needs to be. I mean, you just come off of a big win in Green Bay, and you're coming back home to what should be an easy win at home against the Jets. Like I think, to your point, Luke. I, I don't know if you guys remember with Detroit at home. I said that needed to be a win to like help you know get the momentum going and it you know we lost it didn't happen no momentum but now we got the win from green bay and they're coming back home so i feel like even more so like one of the things we talked about in our recap for green bay was like is this going to keep going game to game now that we have that win and that motivation and i think that it's you know pretty important to have another a big win here i think this needs to be another statement making game at home yeah and and this and that's the thing that that the words you just said is 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 honestly the only fear I have in this game is coming off a high leverage win in at Lambeau Field you're coming back home and you're playing a very bad team and it's all win win it should be a win should be a win should be a win the spread's thirteen and a half and that's what scares me because with the next three, got with the next three yeah. games being on the road at Minnesota at Dallas at Bills. That's three fan. That's three games against three fantastic teams, and that that this the one worry I have is they overlook this Jets Jets game, which might cause it to be a closer game than it should be, and we'll see. And that's if they blow them out, that that is a better sign than I think people might take from this game. Now I do want to talk about that because if they do, you know, as you say, overlook it, like I think there is something to worry about here, and that's to an extent worry about and that's the Jets defense now uh, I was looking to into it a little bit before we started here and I don't know if you guys know but the Jets only have one offensive touchdown so far this season and it was the first game against the Bills and it was Le'Veon Bell I think it was a passing touchdown um and all the rest of their points have been defensive turnover touchdowns so either a pick six or a fumble recovery touchdown or you know field goals so I think the defense, the Jets' defense, is really the quote-unquote biggest thing that we should be worrying about here. And if we're talking about, you know, is Philadelphia going to overlook anything, I think that's the thing here. Another another quick stat to throw at you about the Jets' defense, their defensive line, they only allow uh, about 3.6 yards per carry for the running game. So, uh, Luke, do you, do you think that we really have anything to worry about here with this Jets' defense? Uh, no. Um, if, well, no, I'm not trying, but like, if we want this Eagles team to have high hopes in the future, I mean, you got the 
uh, Browns putting up 23, the Patriots put up 30. I mean, and we want to be competing with the Patriots in the long run. So, I mean, if if this team – I, I want to see Carson Wentz go out and have an MVP-like game. I, I want just Carson Wentz to have a QBR above 90. I want – for me, I want Stan or Jordan Howard to have two touchdowns. Carson Wentz. I this game for me is if we don't blow him out, it's it's almost like a loss because I want this game to be like okay, this team's legit. Who cares about Dallas? We can go out and we can beat anyone from how good they looked. I I mean, personally, that's exactly how I feel. The thing the thing I want to see in this game is we've talked about before. This is a game you really need to get off to a good start. You're playing a bad team. You're coming back home. I, like, don't don't mess around to start the game. Like, this is a game you should – obviously, if it's like the Redskins game, you obviously can come back against a team like this because the Redskins are just as bad. But, like, this is, this I, is a game – I want to see Josh McCown in the fourth quarter. That's how bad I want this game to get. See, I don't think it's going to be that Ooh. that lopsided. But that's how, that's how big of a, of a blowout I want. I would love to see it. I mean, there's nothing better than blowing a team out and not having to stress a whole game. But as Zach said, the Jets' run defense is no joke, and that's that's where I want to see. We, we've emphasized the run. We showed we can run the ball down people's throats. I, I I want this game to be a game where we you start off passing the ball, you get Carson Wentz going early, and like Luke said, this against a bad team like this, you, this is where Wentz needs to show his best his best capable of play and. That's why I want to st- – don't rely on the run game this game. This is a game you can kind of play with the other team a little bit and, like, figure some things out almost. Now, uh, another thing I want to talk about real quick is that this is our last home game until we play the Bears on November 3rd. And so the next three games we'll be playing is at Minnesota, then at Dallas, then at Buffalo. Um, how how do you guys think that's going to play into – to this Sunday's game with the Jets? Uh, I mean, you just, I mean, you got to go by the typical, we're only focusing on this Sunday, and that's what you would hope. Uh, the Eagles, I mean, the Eagles almost, they almost had a bye week as I, they had the Thursday night, so they had the extra days off this weekend or this week. So I, you just got to, you got to hope that the coaching staff was just doing their job and not, focusing on Minnesota or Dallas and just focusing on New York. And now I know you're, you're right. Doug, uh, 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 Douglas, uh, Doug Peterson usually says something along those lines that, you know, they're focused on this week. They're focused on the upcoming week, but Andrew, as you said, you know, maybe a fear of overlooking something. Do you think any, any, any specific worries with upcoming games that might counteract it? Yes. Honestly, they, they always say, yeah, we're look, we're going to focus on this game, but like, you only believe so much of that. I mean, that's. I'm honestly scared they do overlook this game a little bit just because, you know, again, you're coming off that huge win in Lambeau. They're going to be riding high, and they're back at home. And it just – I kind of feel like that's almost what happened in that Detroit game is all week they're hearing, oh, the Eagles should win this game, the Eagles should win this game. It should. The spread was not 13, but it was the spread was still significantly in the Eagles' favor. And honestly – we haven't really regained that many of those injured players from that game. Like, yeah, we got Jeffrey back, but like Jackson still most likely won't play. You're still down three guys in the secondary. You're still down Tim Jarrigan. You're still down another guy on the line, um, uh, Malik Jackson. 
So like, it, it that again, that's my one worry is this is a similar setup to the way that Detroit game was. Are they is Sam Darnold or Luke Folk, whoever ends up playing quarterback, the same as Matt Stafford? Absolutely not. But like Robbie Anderson's not a bad one, one uh, number one receiver. We already mentioned the rush defense and the way they can create turnovers, and that's the way the Eagles lost to the Lions. So some of those concerns are still there. And my again, I am a little worried they overlooked this the Jets team in, in the first half. Like I, I would think the second half after halftime they get things worked out, but definitely in that first half I am worried. So uh, do we think they get an offensive touchdown this game? Sorry, the Jets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. Our, our, our secondary is too weak to for any team, maybe besides the Dolphins, to not get a touchdown. Like Andrew said, I mean, they, Robbie Anderson, like he's a – they got Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder, or Crowder, and then Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he's bound to get something. Our, I mean, our our defense is ranked – our secondary is ranked like second worst in the league. So, it's going to – be pretty hard for us to just hold them to just field goals. So my my projection would be one touchdown by Le'Veon Bell. There you go. All right. Well, why don't we go into uh, what, what do we think the score is going to be? So, um, Luke, you've been leading us off. Why don't you give us your projection and then Andrew follow up? Uh, I'm going 27 to 10. Eagles win. I want to say that to go back to the last question. I'm actually going to say. The Jets do not score a touchdown, and the Eagles will win this game twenty-four to nine. Nine. I'm I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm, I'm saying the I'm I'm saying thirty-one to thirteen Eagles. Uh, I I think the Jets do get. I do think the Jets will come out with a touchdown. I agree with Luke. I, I think our secondary is too. I, I feel like I feel like this is a good point for the secondary that's gonna be in. I I'm sorry, I forget who. We've we, we acquired someone new this week, didn't we? Um, yeah, we signed the. Uh, they actually we, Orlando Skandrick used to play for the Cowboys. We actually signed him in the off season, caught him during final cuts, and brought him back because how. Because we need him. We <laughs> yeah, how depleted we are. But that's what like I think I think a at least one touchdown will happen. But then, as you said earlier, like even after bad things that quote unquote bad things that happened, I think you know they'll live and learn and. By the end of the game, they'll be fine. Um, but yeah, any so any last thoughts on this uh, upcoming game? I think it's just a game you want to see everything click. Like the bad offensive line from the Jets, the defensive line for the Eagles has been struggling. This is the game you want to see them click going into those three games. So that way you have the momentum, you have confidence, and a, same thing. I mean, you can't take too much from the secondary we'll see but i think that's the biggest thing is i want to see the defensive line finally click yeah for for me i just this is like a i'm gonna bring in like college football type when it's like alabama versus mcneese state university or whatever you 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 know alabama's gonna win so for this it's we want to say we know the eagles win as nfl is different we don't always know who's winning but i mean i want to see us just a blowout game. So by when it's the second half, I can go, okay, where's our biggest weakness and what can we do to fix? So it's almost like a scrimmage in the second half. I just, this game will just, I, I just want to, I just want to beat them. So I feel confident moving forward almost. Um, and then to go 
for me, I also believe that Fletcher Cox will be the MVP of this game, and I think he'll get a sack, and then he's just going to harass Sam Darnold. And I think the defense will show that our offense isn't just the main point of this team, and they're going to be a reason why we can win games in the future. Luke, it's funny. Uh, first of all, great, great assessment. But I just wanted to say it's funny you specifically said a word that I was avoiding, but I agree with is is scrimmage. I almost do feel like it's it's a scrimmage game because we're all assuming so easily that this is going to be a win. Um, and and I just it's funny to think about that because imagine if you lose this quote unquote scrimmage. I certainly hope not. I don't think it's going to happen at home, but. Like I said, I, I think I think this is a great opportunity for this team to not only get its its head in the game, meaning like the league, get it in ready for the rest of the season. Because we're at the point where this is the fifth game, so you know, quote, quote unquote, for those players that didn't play in preseason, this is it. We're out of preseason, right? Like this is the new new season, um, and I think this is it. I think moving forward, we just have to be ready to dominate in any way possible, and I think this is a big stepping stone to that. So let me ask let me let me ask this question. Say say it doesn't go the way we want it, right? And say the Eagles win I don't know. Say the Eagles win seventeen to fourteen or like a close game basically. Right. Do you I guess it all depends on how it plays out, but do you take bad stuff away from it and or do you just say a win's a win and you stay confident and have the same feelings going forward? Luke, can I answer this one first? Yeah, I ahead, say just because I this is I really like this question. A w- to answer your question, yes, a win is a win, and you know, like at the end of the day, when we're counting the W's on the board, that's going to establish if we're the top of the NFC East or not. But if we're going to win against the Vikings, the Cowboys, the Patriots, this needs to be more than a three-point game, you know. Um, so if we come out of this and it's a three-point win, I'm going to be reacting pretty negatively. But obviously, on the scale of things, yes, it's good a win is a win. Is that is that fair? Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with you, Zach. Because, like I said, I want this game to be the Chicago Bears game in 2018 or 2017 when we won the Super Bowl, when we beat them 31 to three. I want like I want to look back and be like, I know we go and we say that Giants kickoff was the main like okay like the team came together, but I want this beatdown because when we started to beat down opponents that was right around the bears time and i want this time i know we got the tough games ahead but i if i want to cover the spread if we don't cover the spread i'm gonna bring out the negative points to your question andrew i agree all right and that, that and that's what i was wondering because again i i, I like, already gave the score like I think a, like a win, out, but a part of me is a little worried just because like like just think about how we're talking about this game we're talking about as a scrimmage we're comparing it to a Alabama versus what did you say like McNeese State like that that part is what scares me a little bit is is how oh it's a win it's a win it's a win they'll overlook the first possession I don't even I don't think they're overlooking this game I think they're coming out prepared and I think they're going to beat them down we had we had what three extra days to prepare for this game so I think we're going to come out prepared we're going to start to beat them down early like we want, we know we want to see that offensive firepower early in the first quarter. We'll get to see that, and then I think this game will be over by the second half or third quarter. I think to sum up my feelings, 
basically in like one sentence to try and answer to answer your question again andrew is that if we don't blow them out if it's like a three-point win i'm assuming we're losing the next two games i don't think we could beat minnesota or dallas if we're only coming out a three-point win against the jets see i don't i don't want to go that far because if we if we do only win by three then i'll probably go over to andrew's side and say well this was terrible coaching and they clearly overlooked the jets but, right, but i mean like, but i'm my... not i'm not taking us out of any any game because i just i mean especially because if deshaun i mean not going ahead but you can't just injuries for the week for minnesota i mean deshaun jackson should be back so i know exciting yeah. stuff um but you know what yeah. before we wrap this up i i completely forgot to mention this earlier my fault but so so you know real quick I'm thinking, and let me know, like, what do you guys think on this? Wentz is going to look basically perfect, and I'm sure there will be some dropped balls, but I'm going on and saying that basically 99% of those dropped balls won't be as far. Yeah, I, I would think, I would agree with that. Um, as far as the drop pass, I mean, again, for this weekend, you're going with Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar, uh, Whiteside, Ertz. So I, I just... The drop passes will have – I mean, you got to expect a few a game, but the problem is this team's had a lot more than a few. So I would think it would be no different than it's usually been, and it would be all on the receivers, not once. Right, I agree. I think that – but that's my – so that's the point I was trying to get at, if you guys agree or not, is because I definitely think there's been, you know, some on Wentz, some on the receivers in the past couple of games. But, like, I'm predicting this is going to be a great Wentz game, nothing on him, just Aguilar dropping balls. Just <laughs> that's it. And that's that's the thing. Hopefully, they clean that stuff up, and we'll get. I think that's another reason why Jackson uh, won't won't play this week. I don't think they officially ruled him out, but I think they're leaning on who was having. Cool. It. I yeah, just because you're playing the Jets and you need him back from Minnesota, we, so I think that's the area. I agree. We should be able to win with the with the weapons we have, and we'll need him from Minnesota definitely. Exactly, and I'd rather play it safe than have him. Mess it up, mess it up again against the Jets, and go out for a season or something like that. All right, I'm, 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 I want. I think Carson's going to have four TDs. I think two will go to Zach Ertz. One's going to Alshon, and then one's going to go to Miles Sanders. That's my projection. I, I, don't, I don't even think that add, that doesn't add up for my score prediction. <laughs> so I'm going to change, change my score prediction to 31 to 13. Uh, Zach, was that yours? Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> I'm going to change my score prediction to 31 to 16, just so ours isn't the same. <laughs> so that's now my score prediction, 31-16, Eagle. There you go. I got a But deep it. down, I think it's 30. So, yeah. All right. Um, and yeah. I guess one last thing. I don't know. I know um, I'm going to assume Jason Kelsey is going to play. I don't know if you guys heard anything. I know him yeah. and his wife had their baby, so I know he's been he, out. He was, at, he was at practice today. I heard he was out all practice, but I mean, that's assumed. But I'm pretty sure. I thought I saw John Clark tweet and had like an interview with him today. When did uh, when was the baby born? Like specifically? I think it was last this, night. Either late last night or this morning. Yeah, I, I, I think last, he'll be back. I it was late last back. night. He'll, I think he's definitely playing, and I'm – I'm if the baby sure was born like today. Saturday, I could see it, but like mm. I mean, even well, Friday. But, but it, I mean, it, it the baby's born on a Wednesday. You got to go to work on Sunday. Yeah, especially. <laughs> oh, and that's a uh, to bring this up. That's a, another reason why I think this team will do like take care of their business and cover the spreads because I think they want to 
we, they haven't played well in front of the Philadelphia fans yet. I mean, you had week one versus the Redskins where we were down at half and embarrassing first half, and then we lost to the Lions. So I think they're going to want to come out this weekend and show the Philadelphia fans some good beat down in, against New York. I agree, Luke, and I, I think it's necessary. I, I really do. Um, all right, I don't, I don't have anything else to add. Do you guys have any closing remarks? Um, I think one, one last thing. I think it's important to just quickly mention the the injury report for the Eagles, just so fans know. But uh, Derek call. Barnett was limited. Sidney Jones was limited today, and Jason Peters was limited. Uh, Jason Peters, I think, is actually new on that. But I think the really good sign from this one is Sidney Jones was limited. I think he'll still be out for this Sunday. But the fact that he's on the track back and if he's practicing now, I think he'd be ready for Minnesota. Uh, did not practice again was Ronald Darby, Deshaun Jackson, Tim Jerrigan, and Avante Maddox. So I, again, two two key cornerbacks out of the that did not practice, and then three probably will be out for Sunday. But something we already knew, but I thought I'd just touch on. Very important. Good job, bud. Uh, anything else before we pass it to Luke? That's all I got. Cool, Luke. Go birds. Go birds. I like it. All right. Uh, so once again, the Philadelphia Eagles will be taking on the New York Jets Sunday, October 6th at 1 p.m. If you're watching at home, you can watch it on CBS. Uh, thank you very much for listening to our Eagles podcast. Uh, this is Philly Football Now, a Philly Sports Now podcast. If you want to look up some more fun Philadelphia sports uh, articles and things to read, go to phillysportsnow.com. That's phillysportsnow.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at philly underscore sports now. Sports without the O, that's at philly underscore s-p-r-t-s now. Thank you once again for listening. Uh, we are Zach, Andrew, and Luke. This is Philly Football Now, a Philly Sports Now podcast, and we're out.